0: Hey, before I start the show, don't forget I'm giving away a free copy of my book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. I realize that now a challenging time and you're going to need uh, a good marketing message to put out in your community to get people to come to your gym. And so what better way for me to help you guys out than to give you a free copy of my book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. Just go ahead and click the link in the show notes to get a free copy. I sat down with my good friend and eight year client, Kyle Newell, who defied government orders and opened up his gym recently. He's been all over Fox News. He's been all over really every news channel over the last week. And, you know, he and I sat down, had a really, really great conversation about why he decided to do it, uh, the challenges that he's had to go through uh, during this Part And really how, you know, this thing ended up for him. So uh, I think you'll really enjoy this conversation. Got a lot of insight uh, to this. He's, he's an amazing uh, human being and someone I have a ton of respect for. So here is my conversation with Kyle Newell. Hey guys, welcome to the FBU podcast. I have a very special guest and actually he's been on the podcast a couple times uh, before, but I have with me Kyle Newell. And Kyle Newell is someone you might know because the entire country is talking about Kyle (laughs) right now. And Kyle owns Newell Strength in Hillsborough, New Jersey. And he has, he's my So I've been business coaching for eight years, I started in 2012. And Kyle has been with me in some form, right over the over the course. So it's been an eight, close to an eight-year run uh, that we've been together. Uh, you know, working, trying to build the Newell Strength brand, which is just a, an amazing business and amazing people over there. And um, so it's just been it's been awesome to work with Kyle. We've become very good friends, personal friends, uh, through the whole process. And um, he's done something really interesting. Uh, in the last week is that he has opened his gym and uh, well first I we're going to get into all that but uh, Kyle I want to welcome you to the FU podcast under different circumstances today.
1: I'm happy to be here I think it's so you know I was looking forward to this when you asked me but it's uh, it's always good to be here chatting with you.
0: Awesome brother so let's kind of uh, go take the backstory so Kyle and I talk very regularly and he said something to me, um, you know, it was like, I, he was like, I went to a rally the other day and it was like a rally to try and like, I don't know what exactly it was for, but like when he told me that, I was like, I knew something was brewing in his, in the, in his mind map brain. Kyle's also a mind map expert. So it's like, there's something like pinging around in his brain that <laughs> made him go to this, to this, to this rally. And, um, so why don't you talk about that? Like, what was that about? And-
1: yeah, so it was uh it was really like an open New Jersey rally down in Trenton, uh-huh. and I'd never been to a rally. I had no idea what to expect, but I, uh, you know, my 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 convictions with this whole situation had been building that our freedoms were being infringed upon. So I said, okay, I'm going to go down to Trenton uh, and, and and participate in this. And it was a cool experience. I mean, it was a uh, it was pretty surreal. I'm driving around downtown, Trenton playing uh, Phil Collins. I could feel it in the air tonight, get pumped up. So I'm walking around the streets, but I went by myself. I'm walking around the streets with an American flag, and uh, it was cool. It, it was a good experience. I don't think it achieved much, um, so I didn't go back to any more of them. But it, you know, that was uh, I felt like it was the right thing to do as a as an American for for myself. Right. Right. Cool.
0: And so Kyle, you've obviously, you know, I've worked closely with you. You've had to close your business and, um, you know, within being a member of the SPF mastermind, we have done a crap ton of work to try and help all the members stay making money and stay profitable. And we, you know, put plans in place to shift online and to, you know, reach out to all of our clients and maintain as many clients as possible um, through this process. And I've always said that it's, hey man, the the better job you did in the last 10 years, uh, the easier this time is going to be. And I know that's true for you because I know that the decision you made to open up your gym is not a financial, if anything, it's hurting you financially. Um, But you were doing well based on the effort that you know, uh so it, this you opening up gym was not about that part of it, but shine the light on uh before we can get into the big event here. But shine the light on what were the main core things that you did um to make sure that your members were staying happy and were okay paying you, you know, a lot of money for virtual training.
1: Sure. So we were you know, we converted online back when you, you, you guided us through that, you know. Uh, two months ago, so that's mid-March, roughly. Around that time, we converted to online. Um, we were doing, uh, I was doing a mind map lesson every single night in our private Facebook group when people yep. were really struggling with this mentally. So we were doing that. We will our daily emails. Um, I think we are doing three or four Zoom workouts a day. So okay. We were really uh, going uh, above and beyond. And then the members that continued to pay in full, I, I assured them, I said, guys, I appreciate your support. And once we reopen, I'll figure out how to, to to pay it forward again and, you know, comp a month here and there and just kind of stagger it so they realize, you know, hey, we, because they all say we want to help you guys. And I said, all right, realize it's not just – know, just throwing it away. Because it's not the same training online as it is in person. It's not the same experience. Uh, so I was grateful that a lot of them continued to support us.
0: I think that's a smart thing you did too is not – I think that uh, I saw a lot of businesses that just dropped their prices. And, you know, I've been preaching all along. I think that's a big mistake, right? Because oh, all of a sudden, if you drop your prices 25%, your revenue probably was already dropped from people putting on hold. And then you drop it another 25%. So I think that's a smart way that you did it. Um, you know, and if you were to lower your prices, the best way to do it would be to amortize it over a certain amount of months in terms of taking that decrease, which is what I taught all the guys to do. Most of us, you know, my play on this was always been just heap on the value as much as possible. Like, and people will be continuing to pay. So, um, that great job with that. Cause I know this wasn't about the money because I know you're doing really well and you maintained a large percentage of your members, um, that are, are currently paying you. So, so this is not like a cry to get you back open. um, so tell us the big reason, like, why did you decide to open your gym?
1: Well, I've been following this, this situation from January, way before most people was even on their radar. And I was just kind of, follow, I'm always interested in stuff like that. And I'm looking at the signs, I'm looking at uh, different reasons that I thought might be underlying, like agendas, you know, whether they're right or wrong, but I was following this. And then it got to May, you know, so now we're six weeks in. I said, what the heck is going on here? So this is crazy. And I really was thinking of not just my kids, but all the kids out there. And I'm saying, man, this is not right because the freedoms, why are playgrounds closed? Like it makes no sense, some of this stuff. And I started thinking about the freedoms that you and I grew up with. And in my mind, I'm saying, man, we're, our freedoms are being taken. And there's no guarantee that they're going to be given back. So I was thinking about the kids. And then my grandfather, who's a World War II vet, uh, all of my, you know, both of my grandfathers, were World War II vets, one is still with us, and then my great-grandfathers are World War I vets. So I'm thinking of, of him, because we have talked throughout this, and it would be a disservice to, to him if I didn't stand up for what I believe was our freedoms, you know, and, and fight for them. So then it just got to the boiling point. I said, we're going to open on May 18th. I made a decision in early May. And I said, we're going to do this. And uh, a lot did you of the-
0: announce that? did you announce that that you're going to open May eighteenth or is that more in your mind? Uh,
1: I told the team, so I told the team um, one of our staff members actually resigned uh, the next day because she was not comfortable really? yep uh, she was great. I mean she had already down uh, downgraded um, what she was doing it's neva, one of our main admins, and she wasn't comfortable with it, and I said that's okay, you know. Uh, so that happened. A lot of the staff was was initially not uh, comfortable with it. And I told, and I yeah. said front. I said, "You guys are not comfortable with this. I get it." I said, I'll, "I'm doing this though," and I went over my my beliefs why. So I announced it, and then I sent an email out, um, uh, like two weeks ago now, or two and a half weeks ago, to the to the members. It was on a Friday afternoon. I said, "Here's what we're doing: May 18th." Uh, that was. Four thirty on a Friday. Uh, I got a, a call from the police by six o'clock that it had already got kicked up to the county. Somebody reported it and um, you know talked with the police, and they didn't think it was a, a good idea, but um, they knew my stance on it. So that that was a, it was a, you know that was the first you know part of the emotional roller coaster was that that hey the detectives are going to be waiting for you and uh, and all that. So the, the that May, May 11th, that week, what we did, we handpicked select clients that we were dying to come back in. And we said, we're only going to open limited this week to you guys and test everything out. How does this work? What does it look like? What does the protocols look like? The training. So we kind of tested on a select people. And then we made it public on uh, May 18th. So I went um, – it was about a week ago, I was uh, home with the kids, Devin was at the gym, and I saw that LA County was extending their lockdown until August, and I said, man, this is a bunch of BS, uh, and it got me fired up, so I went into one of those open New Jersey groups, there's like 35,000 people in there, Reopen New Jersey, something like that, um, and I just put up a video, just to give people hope, that was the only reason I put this video up. I said, the guys, I'm opening May 18th in Hillsboro. You know, I said, and here's why I'm doing it. And uh, it was a minute and a half. And the thing now has like 13,000 views. It went like viral, like like overnight. It had like 10,000. And it was kind of surreal that night because it was like, oh, shit. Now everybody knows. Not that I was trying to hide it, but it was just like, now everybody knows. Yeah. And I believe, you know, some of the cop buddies were texting me, you know, hey, we can't comment on it, but we agree with you, But and then the next day Fox News reached out. And uh, you yeah, know, that was pretty surreal. That was pretty crazy. I remember I, I
0: talk I talked to you. I remember I was like walking around my house, talking to you on the phone before Fox News. And I'm like I'm like a big coward, like I would never do this, but like I'm like talking to Kyle and I'm like, You sure you wanna do this, man? I'm like walking around and I'm like I'm like word for you, and you're like so courageous and and brave that you went to. but I remember our conversation the, the night before you were going on the news yeah. which I thought you did great and you said some really cool things about entrepreneurs um, and, and, and I, I agree man this is like in terms of more along the lines of what we're like, I know. I see what we're doing at GFP right now, and the way we've spaced people out, and how much space people are going to have, and they're going to have their own equipment. And and literally today, we got a, a a thermometer that takes people's temperatures. That literally, you walk up to it, and it tells you your temperature. Like right. you don't have to touch anything. It's like so. Like we spent you know a bunch of money on that, and like we we're getting you know UV lights put into our HVAC system. So we're doing everything we possibly. Can And I do think there's a big difference between our gyms, right? With like f- four people, five people. And in, a, in, a, in your in your case, 6,000 square, 3,000 square feet. In my case, we'll have 12 people and 10,000 square feet. Yeah. So it's different than a regular gym. Like I can see some of these other gyms. Like I don't know what some of the – we have a, a gym by us called the Max, right? And the Max is like – they put forty people into eight hundred square feet and they're like crammed in there like sardines. Like I wouldn't walk into those pla one of those places if you paid me. But our gym, so we have like, you know, so I, I do think it is different. Yeah. The the type of thing that we're doing um from from there. Um so did you know the risks going into this and I, I know you did, but tell us, like, what were the possible risks that you took to do this?
1: the risks, uh, I knew, uh, first off, I knew I was going to get um, a lot of haters. You know, there, I mean, there's people uh, saying some nasty stuff, you know, about me, uh, and I just stopped. You know, I don't read that. I mean, I, as soon as I see it going down that path, um, you know, I try not to, to look at it. So I knew that that, first of all, the energy coming at me, was gonna be very extreme on both ends. People were gonna be really backing me and then people were gonna be like, this guy's an asshole. I knew we were gonna lose members over. Um, We had one staff member resign. So that, you had that aspect. But uh, as far as the penalties, I know it's uh, up to every, you know, every time I get a ticket or summons, it's up to $1,000 and potentially six months in jail, could get arrested. Uh, You could potentially lose your business license. So, you know, I'm well aware and I was well aware of all the risks. Um, but to me, what I knew what I was doing in my heart, you know, and I thought this through and talked to it over with Devin and. and uh, Devin's so, your wife. Yeah. Devin's my wife. And it wasn't just on a whim, you know, she really backed me. And uh, so, you know, I had nothing to fear. I really have no fear of anything external.
0: You talk about that a lot in your videos, the difference between fear and love.
1: Um, explain that. Fear is a very low level emotion, right? And it's, and it's a projection of the future of what might happen, what might go wrong. And I've never really lived my life like that. I've always, um, maybe I'm naive or just overly optimistic, but I've always believed that if I acted out of pure love, like the highest, like really thinking of other people and helping other people, that nothing bad could happen from that because it's not coming. It wasn't me opening, you know, F to government type of thing. It was, let me give people hope. Let me give people hope, and um, I realize if I if I act from that level of energy, that nothing bad is going to come on me.
0: I, I feel that from you. I definitely do. I, I feel that 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 is you know the purity, and yeah, I just know that because I know you as a person, and I know that I know where this is coming from. I don't think this is like, you know, a, a stick your finger up to, to Murphy, right? That this is this is bigger, you know, than that. Yeah, so so I and, and I and I appreciate that. And I respect it wholeheartedly, even though I wouldn't do it, but I respect (laughs) it (laughs) because I'm a coward. (laughs) Uh, But so, so, so you opened, right? You opened. And um, so how did it go? Like I, you, you were sending me pictures the whole time, like uh, of it. And I was loving it. I was getting a bird's eye view. But um, so like, what happened? Like there was a bunch of people like, came yeah. to train. And then there was a people there with American
1: flags and, you know, it seemed very peaceful, we're very peaceful. So I'll back up to Sunday night because you and I were texting and I was getting really amped. Um, you know, that, that, um, you know, this say it was here and I knew there was going to be, I knew I made this public. I knew I was, I knew what to expect kind of. And then Monday morning I'm out for my walk around 6am. One of my, uh, old coaches who's a detective he comes and works out sometimes in the morning says kyle they already got the whole place scouted out detectives are the cops are there and it kind of gave me butterflies even though i knew that was gonna happen that's six in the morning that we're opening at four and i told them that on friday they came by to talk to me the police about hey what's this gonna look like and um so i told devin my wife that and and she was like "Ah," you know it kind of hit her too but then the day went on um you know, I had a couple of interviews, and then we saw what happened down in, in uh, South Jersey at the other gym. And so, let's hope for a similar outcome. You know, where it's peaceful. That was yeah. my, that was all my intent the whole the whole time. So that day was very surreal. Just driving here, I'm listening to like "I'm a Real American" and Hulk Hogan song. <laughs> 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 I'm, getting, I'm, by, I'm born <laughs> by Bruce Spring. I'm coming into the band, blasting it, and I get uh, here, like, and all these cops. There's nobody in the back, and so I'm like. Just going to walk in, walk in, and uh, there was already a crowd gathering outside. And I don't know most of these people. So a lot of the local people, wow. a lot of these people from all over the state. I have no idea who they are. They've been following the story. And, um, you know, police were out there. You know, they're waiting, the detectives. And uh, my grandfather got here to World War II Vetty camp my parents. They came to support me. And, uh, you know, I was blasting the music again. I opened the garage door and I said, "Put on the American music." I was blasting it out there into the parking lot, and uh, it was crazy, man. Because that was like three o'clock. We opened at four, so before, right before we opened, um, I actually played the national anthem, and the detectives saluted. You know, they, they, everybody, you know, you know I had, the guys with flags were all standing. It was pretty crazy. I think I sent you that one picture. Yep. It was. It was just a. I, I don't think I'll ever be able to capture that emotion again. You know, yeah. because it, it, it's a uh, kind of like being an athlete, but it was like this is like a national thing, this is a global thing, and I felt like I was giving people hope. You know, that's what I felt like. You know, despite the kind, my kids were up there with me, so it was just really cool, man. It's awesome. So we opened it and everything went fine that night, and I got my summons. Um, you know, they came up to me. Uh, what did they just give you a ticket? So yeah, they came over. Um, probably like. 5 o'clock, something like that. The crowd is very similar. Um, How many people do you think were there? Probably about 5,200. Wow. Nice. Not a lot of people, they close off the parking lot. You
0: Did you sell of- any jump starts to those people? <laughs> you know, we'll as, go- your bis- as your business coach, I'm going to be really pissed. If you had 200 <laughs> people standing
1: outside your door and you didn't sell shit, Kyle, what the hell? I will tell you that I've had a lot of inquiries about <laughs> the gym. I will tell you that like a lot. Um, so – they came over to me, um, you know, doing, I was doing all the types of interviews. There's cameras everywhere. And then the police came over, marched over to me and said, you know, you're in violation of the executive order. I said, I'm aware. And uh, said, uh, you know. And
0: they were cool, right? They were, they were
1: cool. Very about cool. It. Very cool. Yeah. I would Because you know a lot of the cops in your area. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah. They shook my hand and I uh, walked away and everybody started cheering. And then they, you know, came up later, gave me my summons. They didn't want what to.
0: What was out. the summons? Was it a thousand bucks?
1: No, it's actually a court date. So it's up okay. to uh, – they do it differently. And
0: So know. does each summons you get,
1: you need it to attend court for each summons? Yeah, so uh, the one oh they're both the same date. So they're just going to, I think, lump them all together. <laughs> I uh, hope so.
0: If they really wanted to screw with you, they would make you come to court 30 times. I'd rather pay 30 grand <laughs> than go to court 30 times. I'll tell yeah, you that.
1: And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know <laughs> – my lawyer thinks we've got an excellent case. Um, that Yeah. So that's, that's another thing. So you've had,
0: you've had a lawyer this whole time. Um, that was one of the things I told you to do, but yeah. you had that before I even told you to do it. You're a smart guy. Um, so um, I think that's, that's an important part of this is that you didn't just go into this emotional and blind. Like you, were, you had legal counsel and you thought about this for a while before. Yeah.
1: Oh Yeah. 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 So the easiest thing Vince, would have been to keep the gym closed. Yeah. Yeah, it would be the easiest thing in the world for me to do.
0: Yeah, this is not uh this is a lot on you. I know that uh yeah, you're 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 having like a mini celebrity life yeah. right now with all the radios and the uh so we're honored you came on this the, the tiny FBU podcast. <laughs> so there's five people that are gonna listen to you. <laughs> no, okay. Um all right. So, so it, it went good. It was peaceful. Let's shift gears. Um, okay. We're going on time. So we've got, we got 20 minutes left. Um, I tell us how it went with the sessions. Like, so we're all, everyone's talking about like opening against the order, but you know, I, I'm concerned as someone that's coaching people through this to open is, all right. What was it like on the inside? And what was it like to coach from a distance? What was it like? You know, what were they, you know, did you take temperatures? Did you, so, so what was the whole process like from somebody that is already open that you can I- instruct people that are still closed uh, on, on best practices?
1: Sure. So um, starting outside, coming up to walk, we have X's with uh, We used a gorilla tape, right? And they're about six feet apart. Okay. They come up for their session. They wait. Third person goes in. We have an infrared thermometer. Uh, the girls take temperature, record it. They ask them like three or four questions. Okay. Uh, they had to sign a specific COVID waiver that our lawyer uh, drafted for us. Okay. And then they go in for the session. And The session started on the hour. Uh, so we have a uh, max of right now six people for 3,000 square feet. And the way we kind of tape that off is it's kind of like a, a W, like somebody's in this pod and somebody's over. So no, everybody's at least... 15, 20 feet apart. Yeah. Yeah. Every pod has their, their, their stuff, right. They're, they're sanitizing. Uh, I, and I just want to make it a,
0: a point there. I think that's important to share with your clients. Like what is, so, so we took a line and we drew from midpoint to midpoint from our one pod to the other, and we measured off 17 feet. So I think that that's important. Like a lot of people are saying six feet, six feet, but Hey, why do six feet? You know, if you have the space in the room to do it, you should do more. So I think that's smart. And the line them up in the W as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's very uh, clear, you know we've got all the cleaning stuff out for you know the perception too, you know, make people feel safe, um, You know spray bottles where we can just spray the turf. So the sessions were about 40 minutes, so they're usually 50, but 40, and then uh, that gives us even extra time to clean. in between sets, so Mike and Dana, my two main coaches, were coaching together, like in the same room. Um, one of them would kind of wipe everything down between sets. And then at the end of the 20 mi- uh, the session, they'd have 20 minutes to re-clean everything. And we told people, look, you, you know, normally they would hang out, right? So you, if you want to, you want to hang out, you gotta go outside. Yep. Um, so the sessions went really well. People were really pumped to be back in here. We had the garage doors open, you know, nice ventilation. Um, so it was good. It was good.
0: So, I mean, in that little segment there, he told you guys a lot. So, hopefully, you should rewind that and, and write down a lot of the things that he said in terms of what the flow was, is, you know, putting lines on the floor to demonstrate six feet, you know, when people are waiting, and then the temperatures, and then the questions, and if they want the questions, um, they just Google, get that online, right? You can just Google COVID questions and what to ask people and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: sure you could. I could, yeah. I could send it over to you if you want to put it on your... Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I think that's... But But it's not like you know, you just like opened up the doors and said, come on in. it's like, there's a lot of thought that went into this process and a lot of effort went into keep keeping people safe, right. Keeping people safe as best that that we can do. We can't, we're not going to be perfect at this, but it sounds like you've done a great job.
1: Yeah. And I'll give credit to my team too, because I am, I am an idea guy. I'm not the best with details. And, uh, you know, they, you know, they really went through and and did all the fine, fine, uh, detail stuff. Right. Um, I was working with my lawyer and I had the vision of what to do. So they really carried out the, the layout and the protocols and all that. So i give them a lot of credit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot, if you're going to do it right, if you're going to do it right, it's, um, it's a lot of work and yeah. So, all right. So, I wish we had more time, damn it. I wish I have a – but let's um, –
1: We'll do part two.
0: Yeah, we'll do part two. We'll definitely yeah. do part two. Uh, maybe we'll do part two in person yeah. at Newell Strength. But uh, so um, my last question, uh, what would you say to a young gym owner that's
1: considering opening early? I would say you have to examine why you would want to do that. Right, This again, this is something, like, we, we always talk about, like, core values and whatnot, but this, to yeah. me, a legacy thing for me, uh, personally. I don't judge anybody else for whatever they do. Everybody's got their own things. But I knew once I, once I had the thought, then I had to follow through with this. Like, I had to do it because of all the reasons I had to do it in, in my head and my spirit. So, unless you had a really compelling reason, like, I would not, me and you, I would not do this and try to hide it. Like, like yeah. At, uh, Speak easy. I would not do that. That's right. do not do that. Um and I Because it's not
0: worth the risk, right? It's not like what's the point? Yeah, you get a couple extra weeks of revenue um versus what you've done is took a stand for something you believe in and you'll go, you know, to the grave with this story and to potentially open up new jersey faster based on what you have done that's a a risk you are willing to take right and i don't think a lot of people um are prepared to do that and prepared for the consequences
1: yeah and i
0: I think that you are yeah uh, you know
1: you mean you have talked plenty of times in the past week i mean I, again, I don't have the fear of if, if, if they took this from me, the gym, it's not the end of the world for me. I, I feel like part of me is ready to move on anyhow, right? So I didn't have the fear of losing this. Um, and I know if, if I did lose, I could rebuild it, right? Because we, we got to, uh, you know, we've been doing this a long time. And then the, you, you would have to really be ready for the, the emotional drain this is going to take on you because you got yeah. Monday or Sunday night, Monday. me and Devin, man, I mean, it's – I don't know if I'm going to get arrested. Like, nobody knew. You know, even today I'm going to these these, these, all, you know, these closed-door meetings trying to figure out what's going to go on tonight with, with, with the law enforcement and whatnot. And people were texting me this morning, today's the day they're going to take you in to make an example. And so I've got to – you know, it's just very emotionally up and down, you know. Right. And, and I think that
0: this is – you know, everyone is kind of fighting this in their own way. Right. And I kind of I said a message to all of our guys on on Monday on our call. Is that this is the fight that in the covid thing that you have selected. Now, you fought a few of them. The, the, The first fight you fought was to get your members healthy and stuff. And that's the fight I told them that they were fighting, right, that they can look back at covid. And do they need to go on Fox News, you know, to remember what they did in covid and. The answer to that is no. Like, I think people can look at what they've done during this period of time. And the father, you, the father or mother you were to your children during this time, the business owner you were to your clients. In my case, it was completely getting you guys ready to be open and to help your businesses stay safe and profitable. That's, you know, my fight, right? So everyone's kind of got their own, you know, thing that they, they are, that is important to them. So, you know, I think sometimes we can look and see someone like yourself that's willing to do something and be like, oh, man, what am I doing? But I think everyone is fighting this in their own way of what they're able to handle and what they're able to do. And just face that to the best uh, of your ability. Continue to serve your clients. Um, be the as my my mindset has been the whole time. Be the lighthouse. Be that shining light in the lives of your clients. And Kyle's lucky that he's got a good team right now that's continuing to do that for his clients, while he is doing this for you know really the entire country Um right now.
1: Yeah, you said I mean, everybody's got like to, to be, be the lighthouse, right? Everybody's got a different definition in their head of what that means.
0: Yep, absolutely. Yeah but I think you're, you're an amazing guy. You're one of my good friends. Um, And again, like I said, me and Kyle, you know, don't necessarily agree on this exact decision from a business perspective. And we've talked about that many times. And I think it shows the strength of our relationship that we can see, you know, things differently, but I still 100% support him and he still 100% supports, you know, what I'm telling, you know, the majority of my clients and, um, so it's just, I think that it's, it's, it hasn't gotten for us at least emotional, right. It's gotten just, this is, you know, what th- we're going to do. Yeah. And, um, so I'm, I am, uh, want to say that I'm proud of you as someone that I've worked with for eight years. I'm proud of the courage that, that you've shown. Um, I, I hope this sends the message to the powers that be to get our gyms open because we're ready. We're ready to get back to work. My son, the other day, is just like, I can't do this. I ain't my four-year-old son, he's like, I want to see my friends. It's like, it's like the, even the, the kids are ready. We're ready. So we, Kyle, from everyone here at you know that listens to this podcast, we we thank you um, for doing you know something that most of us are not willing to do and have, and would have the courage you know uh, to do. So um, good work. Thank you. And you know, I'm uh, I'm hoping for all the best that you don't have to cancel your mastermind membership because you have all the fines that you got. That's what I told, that's what I told the guys today. I was like, Kyle's asked. He said he's willing to take a thirty grand in fines. He better not cancel his membership fee because yeah. his thirty grand in fines. Like he's got to still keep that going. That's what I told everybody.
1: Are you, are you laugh out of
0: that. They <laughs> I mean, did. It, it, we have to, right? I mean, we got of There's got. It's so like political and serious sure. right now, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah. yeah, We got to laugh a little bit about it and um, it's it's a shitty, it really is a shitty situation, but uh, one that hopefully will be over soon. And I know you'll of all people will have a wonderful story uh, to tell. And I know your kids are very proud of you and your wife's proud of you yes. and your team's proud of you. And I'm proud of you. So uh, appreciate you. Thanks for coming on
1: and uh, I'll see you soon. All right, dude.
0: Hey guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to click the link in the show notes to get a free copy of my book, The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. Tough times are ahead, but a really good grasp on the marketing of your business is going to be crucial. Uh, I'm doing my part to help you out and uh, giving you a free copy of my book. Go ahead, click the link in the show notes to get a free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Marketing Your Gym. Thanks so much.